0: Beat me if you can survive if I let you.
1: hey welcome 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 what's up everybody tuesday night here yes that is right you are seeing my beautiful mug on a tuesday not a sunday not with ashley tonight i got another special guest for you though that's tag teaming with me with this show off the ropes tuesday as you can see we're going to break it down wrestling style mania style uh but as always all of our shows are sponsored by the dorkening podcast network and they are sponsored by deadly grounds coffee get your coffee. Stay awake. They drive us. They drive Dorking Podcast. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce a long-time tag team partner of my own, through high school, through adulthood, my wedding, all of that good shit. I'm bringing in the one, the only, Mr. Jack Torrance.
2: How are you, sir? Hey, yo, Chico. For welcome. that, well, Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me aboard here, buddy. Glad, to, glad to be of service.
1: You will be seeing our gorgeous mugs every Tuesday night here Uh at 7.30 Eastern on the Hell Entertainment YouTube exclusively. We are streaming to the Facebook tonight just to give you a little bit of teaser. So make sure you go over. We love the teasers. So make sure you go over to the YouTube page, like, share, subscribe, and uh, be on the lookout for more content from us. But as always, Mr. Jack Torrance, welcome
2: to your first on-air podcast and we pop your cherry it's true you're popping my pod man it's first time for everything here i'm excited glad to be a part of the show and uh we'll see what they think i guess
1: know, mm. yeah, we'll see With mm-hmm. the dozens and dozens of fans that we're gonna have out there
2: oh yes yes you know they're, they're gonna be coming in droves i tell you coming in droves we got a lot to go over busy What's weekend in the wrestling world Yes, it was the Super Bowl of wrestling this weekend. WrestleMania 37 did take place over the course of Saturday and Sunday night. And uh, we'll be breaking into that. A little, uh, well, basically takes on what we thought of the show, what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, Also going to go through the 2020 and 2021 Hall of Fame class induction ceremony that took place last week. And then we'll uh, get on over to a little uh, recap of Raw from last night. Always interesting to see the post Mania Raw. I will say, though, I got to admit, Diggs, I have not watched Monday Night Raw for all of Raw, like one whole solid show in years. And getting through three solid hours was no easy time. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Three yeah. hours. Condense that shit, man.
1: You know, it was hard enough to get through like the two, two and a half hours when it was attitude error and it kept your attention. Right. Watching it now where it's the PG error, mm-hmm. three hours, it's a long fucking time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. It, I mean, I, I like the fact that, you know, you, you're giving guys a chance to get on TV, give them some exposure. I get it. But there's just so much filler. Um, Just condense it. I don't understand. You don't need three hours. I don't get it um especially where your core audience in the as you said PG era is kids um they got to get up for school the next day so you're not going to have them staying up all night what's the point i just
1: well I, are, are they getting up for school the next day cuz wow. you know we're in the covid world somehow Vince got around the covid world mm. and looked like he pretty much sold the fucking Tampa Bay stadium out
2: honestly that was my first impression saturday night as soon as the camera started rolling I knew the fans were going to be there, but it was like, oh, COVID doesn't exist. Everything is fine now. Um, right. You know, like nobody wearing masks. Everybody's packed together. Um, but, it, it, hey, it's Florida. Um, that's what we've been seeing for them pretty much all year. Go spring breakers. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, was, that, yeah. I mean, it was cool to see the fans back. I know the, you know, uh, the superstars, if you will, because I know Vince hates the term wrestlers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, of course, getting out in front of the crowd for them is going to be huge, especially on the grandest stage of them all. Um, but yeah, right away was like, "Whoa, way to go, Florida!" Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you could so, just tell. I mean, that the, as you said, superstars. Ah. Uh their. What's the word I'm looking for? Their their excitement was so much more than it was last year. Obviously, because of the fans. <laughs> last year, WrestleMania, no fans. COVID hit last year wrestlemania i watched it it was for what it was it was good mm, but yeah. you could tell the wrestlers weren't 100 mentally there
2: yeah
1: spin yeah, it know, 365 man, really days crap. yeah so you spin it 365 days or however many days it is of this year's wrestlemania mm-hmm. and like we said it's fucking sold out tampa bay stadium
2: well, it seemed, well. With the cardboard cutouts and a thunderstorm, how that worked, I don't know. And, yeah, I love the, the rain <laughs> delay, dude, on Saturday night. How great is that? It was like, is this a freaking baseball game, dude? Really? Rain delay at WrestleMania. So that's and the first ring for everything. And the ring's under, like, a pergola, like a
1: tent. Like, come on. <laughs> well,
2: I gotta say, it was worth it just to see uh, Hulkster and Titus O'Neil awkwardly together in uh, rain parkas. So that was fun. Um it was
1: they were awkwardly together.
2: Oh god, Uh, did you the crowd, dude? Was great when they came out. Like everyone's like, Yay, Titus. Boo, Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if like Vince was like, All right, Terry, here's your uh punishment. Uh try to get back in with the public eye. Go on out there with Titus and see how it goes. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) So awkward. (laughs) But uh Yeah, so anyway, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, uh, a little sidetracked as we tend to be, uh, we're going to take things off, I believe, with uh, coverage of the old Hall of Fame class this year. Our thoughts, yes, are yes. on that? Yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, as we know, the Hall of Fame for 2020's class was canceled last year thanks to good old COVID. So they had the uh, two-night thing this year for get the 2020 class in there, which I thought was cool, um, especially since... The man, British Bulldog, finally got in this year. Mm -hmm. Well, he was actually, sorry, part of the 2020 class. Um, So that was really cool to see. Um, Also, you had JBL getting in in the 2020 class. Uh, Interesting little side note about JBL. I did not know this until um, I was doing a little research today. Do you know that it was actually uh, JBL that started the tribute to the Troop Show? I was not aware of that.
1: Neither was I.
2: It was his idea, yeah. That that was a little cool.
1: did you know trivia,
2: right? Well, yeah. So uh, obviously very cool that uh, JBL got in, uh, considering his career. I mean, who could ever forget that match he had with Cena? What was it the I Quit match? Yep. Where I think if you watch it now on the network, they have to black and white it out because it's so ridiculously bloody. The good old days, you know. Can
1: we just talk about the network real quick? I'm going to
2: sidetrack for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Hey, go for it, man. It's our yeah. show, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like. All the good stuff's gone now. They took all the good stuff off coming on Peacock. I get it. But at least leave the other stuff up somewhere where we can get it.
2: Yeah. No, exactly. I I, I really didn't like the idea of them going to Peacock right off the bat when I read about it. Um, I just had the feeling that things were going to be different and not for the best. Um, you know, I I, have, I haven't even gotten to the ECW stuff yet um that makes me very nervous being a, as you know a very hardcore fan um mm-hmm. right. i don't know if they're going to go back and start editing you know dudley boys promos and stuff which are some of the greatest promos ever it's not going to be the same if you're cutting that stuff out i did hear George. that they cut out a, a promo that roddy piper did where he was like painted in half black like the color black yeah uh, so yeah i don't know it, it's not going to be good for us uh, old timey fans put it that way
1: now sorry that was my little sidetrack no okay.
2: i'm glad you brought back. it up because i feel the same way now
1: yeah.
2: but uh back to, back to the hall of fame Speaking, yes UCW... yes so the hof of 2020 uh we uh also saw new world order getting in nash hall sean waltman mr x-park 123 kid himself and hollywood hulk hogan uh, now, with this induction, that makes all four of those guys two time inductees. So, got the. Oh. Uh, mm. Trying You're to get up the Brady status. Mm hmm. So, Holster's got some more uh, bling there. Uh, also, we saw Titus O'Neill won the uh, Warrior Award, uh, which I thought, you know, hey, that's cool because that guy busts his ass on, you know, charity stuff and. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like all the stuff that, um, you know, we don't get into really. Um, <laughs> uh, then you had uh, Shatner himself, William Shatner as the celebrity inductee for 2020. Um, quick side story on, on Shatner. I just thought it was funny. Um, I read both of Jim Ross's books, which I cannot recommend any more through words. They You got to read them. They're both awesome. But he talked about um, Shatner being at raw or pay-per-view or something once years ago and, I guess Shatner started freaking out because he didn't realize that there's no teleprompter. So he's supposed to be out in the ring saying whatever. And he's like, what do you mean I don't have a teleprompter? So I would have loved to see Shatner freaking out backstage over his lack of a uh, teleprompter. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, and I figured, you know, sometimes it drives me nuts with the Hall of Fame. One thing I don't like about it is they skip over guys that, you know, had long careers, but... Problem is, nowadays, a lot of these kids don't know who they are. So I would like to give quick mentions to the legacy inductees, Ray Stevens, Brickhouse Brown, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. I was always a big fan. Yes. Aaron Michel Leon. That's a great one. (laughs) And Harry Hart, who was a uh, big-time manager back in the day.
1: So, Going to give a quick shout-out right now. Amy's here in the chat room watching. Thank you, Amy. We appreciate you. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you, uh, Amy short. is a
1: photographer. She uh, shoots for Hell Entertainment and is one of my sidekicks. and Someone who likes to beat me up when we shoot
2: shows. So, mm. good times. Well, how about them apples? Yes, yes, so, yes, apples. Uh, hey, look at that. We got a fan. All right. Woo! Yeah, Steve, Steve No. Steve No says yo. It's going to be so many groupies. You won't even know where to begin. So, moving um, on... So, we have well, the, I'm, I'm going to pause you for a second. Oh, hey. Okay, pause. I'm going to call out Vincent
1: McMahon Jr. here. Ooh. Hey, now. We have a Hall of Fame. Why is there no Hall of Fame building for us to go
0: uh-huh. and see
1: memorabilia? Excellent point. Like, have we have the oh, hockey fame. Hall of Fame. The we Hall have the basketball, fame. the baseball, <laughs> football, yeah. music. Where yeah. you can go and view all this shit. Yeah. And look at, at memorial and buy merch. Vince... What's up?
2: Where is this? That is a fine idea, fine point. You know, um, especially from a business standpoint, we all know how much he loves money. Duh. Um, you, you know how much people would come in droves from all over the world to see something like that. You know they would. Oh, I mean, yeah. Enough of us crazy shitheads to buy into that. So, um, can yeah. You,
1: can you imagine if if they put, a put up, up
2: like a, there? Could you imagine if they put up like a little pop up shop at WrestleMania week? Right. How much yeah. money he would make? Seriously, I mean, I guess they, oh, they have some shit at, uh, like, what is it, the WrestleMania? Yeah, that's for you, buddy. The WrestleMania weekend or whatever that they'll do, you know, pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, they would bring certain, you know, artifacts out, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but, no, there should be a real deal year-round. You can go there anytime, pay your money, and go see all this cool stuff. I'm into it. But, uh, yeah, Vince is missing the boat there. All yeah, right. Other Hall of Fame inductees. Who who do we got for the uh, the rest of the Hall of Fame inductees? So for the 2021 class, uh, this one hosted by Corey Graves and Kyla Braxton. I just found that weird because Lawler's always hosted them, so maybe he needed the night off. But uh, anywho, Molly Holly was inducted this year. Everyone's old favorite, the Bish himself, Eric Bischoff, got in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Kali was inducted as well. Um, that's I just that's an okay was, pick Yeah, I mean, I figured he'd get in He was a world champion He was one of the, you know, biggest galoots they ever had In, in all of the years in WWE I think the only guy who was bigger than him was, like, Johnny Gonzalez Height-wise? Elegante? Mr. Mr. Uh, Bodysuit Man? Yes you know <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah One of Undertaker's all-time finest opponents, yes <laughs> Um, yeah he was you know one of the biggest dudes they ever have i actually remember seeing him at the uh cape cod melody tent and it was funny when he came he was coming out to the ring the hyannis fire department actually they had members of the fire department had these big poles that they had to push the tent up because he was so fucking tall that (laughs) (laughs) he couldn't get into the tent so and when he was in the ring his head was like right up you know the lights were right above his head it was pretty wild so yeah, no, that's a that's a reasonable pick. Um Kane got in the the uh demon mayor that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was very cool, very they, disturbing. They, um, they, they actually
1: had Taker call him too to let him know that he was gonna be inducted.
2: Oh really? Oh I yeah, didn't Taker, know
1: that. Yeah, Taker called and Kane actually broke down in tears when he got the call from from Undertaker.
2: That's pretty cool. So, yeah. So that
1: was really cool because they had that whole thing. Throughout the Attitude Era, Brothers oh, of yeah. Destruction Brothers of
2: Destruction, dude
1: All of that, so that was pretty, that was very cool
2: Yeah, no, that's great I know from watching um, Last Ride there As well, the uh, Undertaker documentary That, which I wasn't surprised That him and uh, Kane, Glenn Jacobs, if you will Mayor Glenn Jacobs, are uh, very Still close to this day, so they're good friends And stuff, so I thought that was very cool um, I just It still blows my mind, though, dude Like, Kane is a mayor you Know what I mean? Like, you I think mean, he walks into right. his office and like slams his hands down and <laughs> shit up? I don't know. I mean, I, granted, we saw Jesse the body become governor years ago and everything, but I don't know. Just Kane in general, like, I used to crack up just seeing him like drive a car during you know, uh, raw or something, just because it's right, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I would go to every one of those town council meetings, I tell you that much. Oh, for sure. You know, right? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, another uh, inductee this year that I am very, very glad to see into the hall that, as you said, there is no hall, because we can't go there, but... uh, The Hall of Illusions. Right? The Hall of Illusions. (laughs) That's what we're... The WWE Hall of Illusions. Um, But yes, my boy, Mr. Monday Night himself, the whole fucking show this
1: one's for rob you. van dam can... mr
2: rob van dam rob Van Dam, finally i like it and um i know we were talking a little bit before the show um i was surprised they actually had a little clip of sabu in there which makes sense because i mean hello RVD and sabu it's one of the greatest tag teams ever but i know Sabu has written off WWE completely. Um, the whole idea of him getting into the Hall of Fame, he to- basically told Vince McMahon to go fuck himself. So I was kind of surprised they even had anything to do with Sabu and that. But um, I actually watched RVD's induction speech today. It was uh, top notch, and he yes. has his own brand of rolling papers now. Found that out.
1: Yes, he does. So mm-hmm. go get him go support
2: yes, RVD. Oh, I'm ordering it. as soon as I put in my next order from jrsbarbecue.com get some jerky, I'm going to get some RVD papers and fire it up, man. Look at that. And then uh, wrapping it up here for the old Hall of Fame 2020. Uh, What's up Jeff? We see you in Ozzy, got in Ozzy Osbourne, which, you know, the celebrity mm-hmm. thing they got to do that every year. I thought that was great just simply because his infamous appearance at WrestleMania 2 with the British Bulldogs and when he was getting interviewed by uh, Mean Gene and he said one of the greatest things that ever happened to WrestleMania, at least to me. He's all, you know, it's 82 or whatever. So he's, or no, sorry, WrestleMania 2, so it's 86. He's coked out of his mind. It's Aussie. And he just goes, <laughs> Pretty dogs Forever! It's like, oh, you gotta go back and watch it. I can't get enough of it. So very cool to see uh, the Ozman Cometh. Um, then, of course, there was Rich Herring, who was a longtime employee there at WWE. He was given the Warrior Award. And the legacy inductees included Dick the Bruiser, Pistol Pez Watley, great name, Buzz Sawyer, Ethel Johnson, and Paul, I can't say this right, Bosch. I think it's Bosch. We're going with Bosch. So you there did is about, You did leave out one A- HOF, Hall of Famer. Who did I forget? Jusian Liger. Oh, thank you. Yes, you are correct. Thunder Jusian. Jusian. Jusian Thunder Liger. Jusian Thunder. He, now, you know, uh, yeah, I thought that was real cool that he got in. You know what? I didn't realize too until they showed his induction speech. I actually thought he was dead. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought <laughs> he ran a couple years ago. He died in some horrible like in ring accident that he got like really hurt and then didn't make it. But I was proven wrong because there he was, alive and well, still with that mask sewn to his face. So
1: now I but, wonder uh, for the millions and millions that are watching right now if they actually know mm-hmm. who that is. Because I don't, I don't believe he had a stint in WWE, did he?
2: I, uh, from what I recall, I don't think he did. If it was yeah, WCW might have been a quick like, hey, we're in this town. Let's have you. You're here. You know, like they would do for house shows and stuff. I don't recall him ever being in WWE. He was in WCW, as we know, and obviously his and main was, career was in Japan. He was um, huge over um, in Japan. I, I, say, I don't know if he was ever actually in WWE. I I want to say no. I think he. I believe he wasn't, but you never know. Well, congrats
1: um, to all the Hall of Famers that got inducted past well,
2: Hall of Famers. Good class. Pretty neat class overall, I got to say. I uh, really, you know, I wasn't disappointed with any of them. They all make sense to me. So, hey, roger that. Yeah, you know. So, uh, I guess Ready that takes us it down? To the uh, the grandest stage of them all, as it is referred to. Yes, WrestleMania 37 weekend has come and gone.
1: Which is now coming to a two-night event, because while well, they have 75 different titles for everybody. Yeah. Because everyone yeah, needs a participation right. award. Like what the
2: fuck? <laughs> Seriously, it's like field day at, at, at elementary school. <laughs> you get a title and you get a title and fuck you, right. fuck you, wow. No. Bring back the oh, no. title so, world IC, and tag. That's it. That's all we need. Yeah. I I didn't even mind when they had the old, you know, WCW, or if you want to call it NWA world title, and the WWE title as well. Um, but yeah, no, enough of this the universal title and the WWE title, and now there's SmackDown title and raw Smackdown title. Tag and, titles. And, Women's What Smackdown happened to just the champ is supposed to just be on all the shows. That's how it should be. I mean, and I do like having the you. U.S. Olympic Intercontinental Title. I think that's cool. Um, yeah, I get that. But yeah, I, I don't like that. Those two different tag team championship titles. I've never liked that. I think that's dumb. It's like, so which one is better? Yeah, there should be only one best tag team, right? Well, not two. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, oh, those yeah, two tag bad. teams should battle it out at Mania. Right. Hey, there is something, or Survivor Series, something like that, you know? You know, before we get into
1: uh, night one of WrestleMania, I was thinking about WrestleMania and how they can spice it up a little bit, right? All right. I'm intrigued already. Why not take a little bit from every pay per view and put it in a Mania? Like you put a Survivor Series match in there, you put an Armageddon Mm -hmm. match in there, you had the cage match with with Braun and Shane O'Mac. Yeah. Like you just put a little bit of every pay per view to give it some more spice, some more. Holy shit.
2: Some more pizzazz, again, if you will. Yeah.
1: But then again, we wow. are in the
2: like PG era. Yeah. My, my only concern with that or my feeling why they wouldn't go that route is that might take away some of the overall stigma of those pay-per-views. You know what I mean? I think that's a reason why, you know, Vince mm-hmm. finally realized how genius it was when Jericho came up with money in the bank. And he was like, huh. I'm missing out here. I could have two pay-per-views. So he took it off Mania and put it on its own pay-per-view. So
0: from a no, business I standpoint,
2: that. I think that, you know, it makes sense to do it the way they do. But I, I like what you're saying. I think it would be awesome. You know, why not? I mean, there's a
1: there's a fucking pay-per-view every two weeks now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Seriously, dude. I'm glad I mean, this isn't when the when old it, days when I was a kid, having to mow the lawn so I could get a pay-per-view because... Like, <laughs> well, we're
1: all <laughs> rushing to your house to catch the ECW one because you know it's ECW this month and WWF next month
2: right and then hey WCW might randomly have a good pay-per-view so oh good god man back then Walking i don't even know $10 how dollars for it more. seriously and i mean i remember i would have a vcr set up in my parents kitchen kitchen recording nitro yep. <laughs> And I'd be in the other room watching Raw, and I'd be on the phone with either you or another one of my friends. Hey, you got to change it now because, oh, my God, look what's happening. Like, I'm surprised we didn't lose our minds back then. But those were the glory days. There's no doubt about that. They were. It'll never uh, be that good again. No,
1: they will not. So here we are. WrestleMania 37 just finished. It's true.
2: Let's break down night one. It is set in stone. Yes, Mania Saturday night kicking it off. I thought it was interesting. I got to say right off the bat, kicking it off with the WWE Championship match. Um, I know. Didn't Drew start- McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, did not expect them to be the curtain jerkers by any means. But um, I, I got to. Oh, curtain jerker, dude. That's the only way to be if you're going to be starting out the show. Uh, you know, I gotta say, when it comes to this one, this one was better than I thought. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I really haven't been keeping up with WWE as much lately. Um, I actually just did because we were starting the show. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, no, more, I've been more of an AEW guy, as you know, uh, re- in recent months, but um, I, I definitely didn't expect this match to be as good as it was, just from no, me neither really. any any knowledge of what's going on. Um, but you know, Lashley has always been the kind of guy he, he put on a good match. He's always had a great, you know, body and everything. Um, but I, he's never been good on the mic. I never really was all that uh over on him, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he's carrying himself pretty well as a champ and he proved it. You know, I think everyone pretty much assumed that McIntyre was going to get the belt back here. So I like that they kept it on him actually.
1: So do I, and, and like you said, the match was entertaining. It kept it kept your attention. I know you were texting me throughout the night because I had to work. I couldn't watch it live. I had to watch the replay, and even after watching the replay, it was like that kept my that kept my going. It, it set a good pace for what the night was going to bring.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, I thought it was even though it surprised me. Like I said, that they started off like that. I thought, um, yeah, no, this is after it was over. This was definitely the way to start her off. Um, it was physical. And, um, yeah, like I said, I thought it was better than I, I expected it to be. And the outcome was not what I expected either. So I, I like that one. i give it to say, a, you know, a three out of four, if you will. Um, yeah. And
1: Flash you know. retain the title. And, you know, here we are.
2: Yeah, No, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Not bad. So then we followed up. Things uh, take a bit of a nosedive here as they followed up with the tag team turmoil match to determine who would be the number one contender to take on Nia Jax and Shayna Blazer the following night at WrestleMania 2 for the women's tag team titles. And this one, sorry. See,
1: they could have did. I wish they would have went to like the old school tornado tag.
2: Yes. I like that already better.
1: You do the tornado tag. This mm-hmm. is what
2: you and I would call the bathroom break.
1: Not or the smoke
2: break. You know, yeah, yeah. Got to get another beer break, whatever it is.
1: Not because it's the women's tag team, because they oh, put on a whole show. There's exactly. a, There's been other matches where we've gotten up and go get food or go take a shit or whatever you got to do.
2: Well, keep so, in so, mind, put... this is in our day, hold on, let me say something in our defense. Back in the day, when they didn't let women actually put on good matches, right? and all it was was, oh, it's going to be like, I don't know, whoever and whoever, you know, in a, a pillow fight or whatever, it's like, yeah, <laughs> okay, great, I'm going to get a beer. Now, women, you know, they let them show what they actually can do, which is awesome. I think it's great. Um, but, yeah, in our defense, back then, trust me, kids out there who don't don't know the old days, women's wrestling sucked back in the 90s. It was awful. Unless you were watching ECW.
1: And that's a whole other thing. Get your parents, get your parents' permission. Eighteen plus. Go watch your parents. <laughs> go watch it.
2: And all um, I should say, and I take that back. I correct myself. Not all the '90s, because you had Lita, you had Trish Stratus. The latter part of the '90s had some good stuff. But anywho, yeah, the latter part, I, of the, uh,
1: the the latter part of the Attitude Era, they started evolving, and they've come so far, and it's yeah. great to see that. But Vince and the writers—they've done like so Lita much more. And
2: Krish, who. Yeah, women like that that could show that hey, we really can compete with the guys. Take we ball. can be the main event. And it's awesome. I think it's great that they've come this far. Um in that time, I've seen some women's main event matches that'll compare right up there with any men's matches I've seen um in recent years. And with that said, um, a couple weeks ago there on Dynamite, Dr. Brick Baker and Thunder Rosa in the hardcore match there, dude. I just gotta say that was. Out of the park, dude. I That was one of the best hardcore matches I've seen in years. And on top of it, one of the best women's main events ever. So uh, big time mm-hmm. props to Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker, who is actually a real dentist, by the way. That's not just a gimmick.
1: Not like Dr. Isaac mm-hmm. Yang, DDS, a.k.a. Kane.
2: No, no, unfortunately. <laughs> I was but, very um, disappointed as a young guy when I discovered he wasn't gonna be my dentist. But um, yeah, so tag team turmoil match. Uh didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that Tamita and Natalie won or Natalia won. I I I thought they could have gone a different direction. Um yep. so yeah, whatever. Lamb I
1: agree they could they could have uh, so much more with that, but it is what
2: it is. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, no, I thought it was kind of rushed. There really wasn't any um I don't know. There wasn't much substance to the match itself either. It kind of felt like it was just kind of thrown together at the last minute. And you know, at least hey, the women, ladies, got their pay day. Their WrestleMania payday, So good for them. You know, exactly. But um, now the uh, the meter ticks up a little higher now as we head to Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. That yeah. Was what was your take on that talking. one there? Diggs?
1: I got a uh, Mr. Jack Torrance. Uh
2: huh. I give that one a quality points.
1: 3.5 out of a four. If we're going to scale it on up to four, I'm going to give it
2: a 3.5. You know what? I, that's actually what I wrote in my notes, as a matter of fact. Hey. So, uh, um, hey, look I got that. We're, we're surfing yeah. on the same wave here, pal. I like I've it. always
1: liked Seth Rollins. I've always liked the way he holds himself in the ring and his attitude now with his, with his turn to being heel. Yeah. I think uh, it fits oh, him yeah. very well.
2: Yeah, he. I th- I like him as a heel. Um, he's definitely always over when he is. He's that kind of heel that knows how to be fucking annoying. So, and he's really good in the ring. Um, you always know, especially at a big show, you're gonna get a quality performance out of a guy like Seth Rollins. Um, and I, my favorite thing about this match was they gave finally gave Cesaro, one of the most underrated guys in my opinion in the WWE. Um, you know, a good chance to be in the spotlight and go up against someone that can really showcase his talents, what that guy's capable of. Because I've always been a hardcore Cesaro uh, Cesaro.
1: Cesaro
2: fan. Going back this, uh, Ring of Honor days, Cesaro is, you know, the I'll put it this way: the fact that he hasn't been world champion at this rate in his career in the WWE is a travesty, in my opinion. So, well, you got to
1: think about it. Through almost an entire career, he's been tagged with a, with a, with a partner or he's held, he's held. He's tag gold. Right. Yeah. He's always been a mid partner but maybe this will give him his over to get to that next level to at least maybe so. go for the IC belt
2: or at worst case. Well, already USA title. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to see the push, have him go after Reigns or something. Why not? You know, um, he's super, he's always been over. He's one of the best workers they have. And, um, yeah, why not take advantage of it while you have him? Otherwise, I'll keep my fingers crossed that he goes to AEW, even though I know that won't happen because I think he just re signed, if I'm not mistaken. So,
0: oh, well, all right. but all,
2: um, all in all, yeah, Cesaro and Rollins definitely, uh, one of the highlights of uh, night one. Um, and it was to be expected. I think heading into that match, we all knew, like, yeah, this is one you don't want to miss because exactly two of them together. They mesh. And I got to so, uh, say for Night
1: 1 card, I going to say for a Night 1 card,
2: Night 1 uh, was a good card. Did you like well, Night 1 over Night 2? No. Okay, that's what yeah. No, no, no. I <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was solid. I thought it had a good um pace to, throughout the whole show. Um I love the main event it was awesome. Um it, like I said it had high high points and low points just like Night 2 did. But um yeah, I thought you know, yeah, overall roundup pretty pretty solid. Um, however, though, the stock of re- uh, night one did plummet a little bit, in my opinion, with the next match as the raw tag team championship, you know, mm-hmm. can't because as we said, just can't be the tag team championship. No, the right. raw tag team championship was defended as the new day faced AJ Styles and Omos. I guess that's his name. Almost. Osmo or almost? Almost. It's spelled O M O S. Almost. 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 Edward James. Almost. I don't know. All I He's know is that guy's huge. Have you seen that dude? That guy is mammoth girth, dude. He is mammoth.
1: Mammoth girth. Like some serious.
2: <laughs> vertical girth there that guy's huge and it's kind of funny <laughs> he looked like aj styles as we know is not tall <laughs> so him next to aj styles is kind of funny it's like his little buddy keep waiting for them to like he's going to take him out for ice cream after the match or something <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i i didn't care for this one um i don't mind that styles and his new big glute of a partner won the belts but um the match wasn't that great it was more of a squash really it was just this big loot tearing up new day and whatever so yeah i didn't think it was all that hot i don't know no i don't think so yeah
1: so um
2: i'd probably give it a 1.85 yeah that, that sounds about right yeah it's not a two not a two Uh, However, the following match, steel cage match, Braun Strowman versus Shane O'Mac, money, 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 along with uh, his assistants, Elias and uh, what's the guy's name? Jackson Riker. uh, Also, as we know, got a little hands-on in that match. But um, Mm -hmm. as we were uh, discussing earlier, dude, Shane O'Mac, man, 51 years old, and he is still doing what he's doing it's, it blows my mind. It really does. The guy's nuts. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I'm uh, i going to
1: pause you right there for a second because my kid is waking up. And I have to get him a bottle. Oh. So we're going to pick a quick 35-second timeout.
2: 35 on the
1: field. And uh, we will be right back. I apologize. This is what happens in live TV, live internet.
2: It's technical uh, difficulties. It can't be
1: helped. It cannot. So Mm -hmm. we will be right back shortly. In the back. All right. Yeah, that was probably longer than 35 seconds, but I went to Barnesville High School, so there
2: you go. Fuck off. Well, you know I was counting. I, I, I gave I, me a chance. It gave me a chance to check the score of the Bruins game, so everything's gravy on my end. So I apologize, to everyone.
1: Excellent. I apologize, to everybody out there. But when you're home doing dad duty, trying to run a show, and the wife and the other kid are out, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Responsibility.
2: Shane right. Shane right. so Do it. Let's reel her in. So uh, as we were in the depths of, uh, yes, the steel cage match, um, like I said, I thought it was good. I I didn't really see the need for it, to be honest with you. I think it was like, oh, crap, we don't have anything for Strowman to do. Let's throw him with Shane uh, so Shane can do some crazy fucking jump like he does every year. Um, So, you know, it was entertaining, but I didn't really. It was like, okay, well, this is all going to be over tonight and then who cares? So,
1: uh, no, exactly. And I'm Amy, stop calling me Diggy. You're the only mm. one that gets away with it. Uh-oh. She's the only one that gets away with it. Diggy, 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 apparently, she's trucking there. Um, um, she knows it. <laughs> uh, hotta, <laughs> she caught a boy, she caught an angry <laughs> face in the air. But no, like, like we said, Shane O'Mac. I'm surprised this is not dead. The shit that he does, the bumps that he takes, it is. I mean
2: the hell he's in the cell. The cage 50, matches. Right? He's fifty fucking one years old. And he's doing I mean he just did it against Saturday night. It was what all the way up the top? And Strowman's like Rrr! and next thing you know, he's doing the old Jeff Hardy Swanton right onto the mat. Like
1: Well, I mean if you watch crazy.
2: the
1: if you watch the intro, you see him on there jumping off the, the hell in the cell. Or oh, yeah, to an yeah. empty cable because they move.
2: Or you know, perhaps the all-time greatest, at least in my opinion, the uh, Titantron with uh, dangerous Steve Blackman. There, that was <laughs> one of the most infamous raw moments of all time. Oh, Steve Blackman, how I miss you and your devil sticks. <sighs> but I gotta give, I gotta give the match. You know, I thought the match was entertaining. I liked the match myself,
1: so I'm gonna yeah. give it a three and a half. I'm gonna give it a three and a half for the entertainment value, especially where Braun. Rip the cage apart, if you will. You know, obviously, that was
2: pretty funny. Pretty yeah, funny. when
1: Shane's all like,
2: "Yeah, that's good," you about it, and then Braun does his woo thing, and yeah, no, I I I, uh, I liked it. I mean, it was entertaining, but you know, my main take from it is, what was the point? We, you know, just to see Shane take crazy bumps, I guess, and see Braun Strowman rip a cage. Okay, so if that's all you wanted to get out of it, then mission accomplished. So, um, I'd
1: like to see them give Braun a little bit more of a push. Towards like
2: Bob Lashley. I think well, that'd be a good feud, Lashley versus Braun. Uh it's interesting you bring that up because when we get to the Raw report in a little bit, that just might come in, that just might factor into the equation, my friend. And I did not well, watch Raw last year to let everyone know. You, that's, why I, that's why I sat there for three and a half fucking hours taking notes. <laughs> <I can't, laughs> why is it so long? Why? And I, and I appreciate you for that. I hope well, no. Right. Hey, you're doing. You're taking care of all the fa- fancy technical stuff. I'm, you know, I'm the research guy. So <laughs> it's all up here, folks. All up here. Uh, so how so does the moving the move after that match?
1: We have How's the meter move.
2: The meter has moved. You know, I'd say it's it's staying steady for what it was. Uh, we have Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus the Miz and Morrison. And I know this was mm-hmm. a very Highly talked about match this weekend after it took place. Um, yeah, it's the old, oh, let's have a celebrity beat a wrestler thing, which I never really been a fan of. I didn't like it when Lawrence Taylor beat Bam Bam Bigelow. I don't like it now. And take nothing away from that match. Hey, you know, it was a classic. What, have, what about when Tyson punched out Michaels? Yeah, but it wasn't a match. You know what I mean? This is true.
1: This is true. I'll give you that.
2: And uh, Thank you for bringing that up because who was there live in person? Yeah, that's right, this guy.
1: All right. So what about 14? Butterbean? What? What about uh, Butterbean and uh, Bart Gunn at WrestleMania fifteen?
2: Well, that was just fucking hilarious. So, I mean, we needed that. And Butterbean <laughs> laid him out
1: in three point two seconds.
2: Oh, oh, the brawl for all, the brawl for all. Why, why the brawl? But for that's for another episode. Yes, definitely. We go- We're doing. We are so doing a brawl for all episode. <laughs> but yeah um okay so i didn't even know who the hell this bad bunny dude is I'm sorry i'm not hip to the scene no i Me don't neither. you know my idea of hip-hop is public enemy nwa bc boys i'm very very old school i'm old i know sorry children i'm not hip to the scene but uh you know i i guess this was the thing they do it every year hey we got to have a celebrity blah 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 we got to have them go over um but the, the guy, you know, for somebody did, who I know, I thought he did good. I mean, he really did. That was the big buzz from this match uh, this weekend. He, he had never been in a match before, obviously. The guy's a, a, a you know musician, and he did some pretty damn good spots there. I mean, granted, much like I bring him back to what I just said about LT and Bam Bam, if he mm-hmm. didn't have guys like this Morrison to carry him, he probably wouldn't have looked as good, you know?
1: Oh, no. Yeah. No, I, and to your point, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the celebrity. Like you said, the celebrities beating the wrestlers. I get it. It's, dry. it's a draw for Vince. It's more money for Vince.
2: Right. It's good and, business for the artist. It's good business for Vince. Yeah, yada, yada.
1: But, I mean, Bad Bunny, I mean, he did do a couple of solid moves there towards the end.
2: Yeah. Um, so he I, yeah, I give him credit. real good top splash there, huh?
1: Yep. So I, I give him credit for what he did. I give him credit for getting in the ring because that's not easy to do on a good night if you're a regular person or a regular wrestler. Yeah. So yeah,
2: no, you got to I mean, give him credit for that too. Yeah.
1: But other than that, um, yeah, it was it a, was, it was kind of know. a bathroom match for me.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I had to go back and uh, look at it again because I didn't really pay <laughs> attention. Um, but you know, um, Damian Priest there, I I like the guy too. I thought it was cool that they gave him little mania time i i um did watch some of his matches in nxt and i thought he was pretty decent so um i like to see the young guys get a push it's cool it doesn't yeah. doesn't happen as often as it should and when it does a lot of times it's in the wrong wrong direction so um then of course we have our main event for night one That would feature the champion, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks, Miss Boss from Boston herself, taking on the 2021 Royal Rumble Women's Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair. And um, hey, I don't think there's much to say here other than they kicked ass. It was awesome.
0: They held it down for a main event. I'm
2: going to give it to them. Oh, yeah. Go clap. clap. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Here's to them. Um, it was great from start to finish. Um, it, it had the drama you wanted. It had the holy shit moments of who's going to win here, uh, the athleticism from the two of them. That um, fucking yeah, whip of her I hair thought, at the end. Wasn't that cool? Yeah, I love the hair thing. I don't know. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the wealth that she I mean, left on Sasha Banks' gauge yeah. was fucking crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, a lot of good spots, um, great pace to the whole match. And um, I, you know, like I was saying before, I think it's great nowadays that you're going to see women in main events. And it's not just, you know, hey, we're doing this just because we're doing this because they deserve it, because they really do good in the ring. It doesn't matter that they're women. It matters that they are they have athletic ability. They have talent to be to give us fans what we want to see. And, um, you know, so it's, it's overall, it's awesome. I think it's very cool. And um, I thought it was definitely a great way to end night one. It kept everybody talking after the show and it left everybody wanting more, which geared everybody up for night two.
1: And and to be able to hold a a card main event, especially at WrestleMania on the opening night to hold it down and to hold the audience like that. that was. That's cool. That that was good. Oh, yeah. I'm happy for them. They they held it down.
2: They yeah, there was no doubt. For the women's. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they you could tell from the opening bell, they had the the crowd right where they wanted them and left them wanting more. Um, as a fan, that's everything you want from a good quality match. And um yeah, so I thought it was cool. Uh, night one in review, you know, aside from the Turmoil match because boy it was actually it should have called it the tag team trauma match because it was trauma traumatic afterwards. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, the aging styles thing. Um, overall, thought it was a pretty decent. Night one,
1: mm. it was. It was a decent night one. I probably probably rate it a B. Missing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I could give it a solid B, uh, especially coming for somebody who really hasn't been following WWE um, all that much. I. I don't think i really watched much since the rumble to be honest with you um uh, so there, there you yeah. go uh we are moving on now i guess would be the spectacular the night two. on night to two. night dose numero dos hey, which, which was uh
1: kicked off by uh randy orton and the fiend accompanied by alexa bliss
2: yes indeedly do it was my friend so uh Let's get your take there, Diggs. Oh, so the
1: hype for the match didn't match the quality of mm-hmm. the match in my opinion. The hype for the match and the build up was great. Mm-hmm. The match itself was meh. Yeah. You know, I like I, I I like Bray Wyatt, the fiend's entrance with the with the Jack in the Box and Alexa Bliss. I like her turning point now coming evil to the dark side. Mm-hmm. She's so hot. Um
2: Mm. My Alexa so just
1: went off. I said Alexa Bliss.
2: Um, oh, you see, look what you got it done now. That smut. Talk. Overall, overall, the match wasn't anything
1: too spectacular. Randy Orton, you know, came out victorious with a little help, I guess, if you will, from Alexa Bliss, and because she distracted the fiend when yeah. she had the the horns on the the thorns on the head and everything. I don't know.
2: For an opening card, for an, for an opening night.
1: The what the fuck do you call it, a curtain jerker?
2: Curtain jerker it is. That is the proper term, actually. Yeah.
1: I I'd, I'd probably give it a three, you know, for opening opening night two.
0: Wow.
2: I think you're going a little high to be honest with you. Um, yeah. yeah, I was I was disappointed. Um, I thought the the build-up while well, the you know last couple of months was cool because I was actually kind of you know paying some mind to that. Um, cause I've always loved Bray Wyatt. Um, on a quick side note though, what was with Randy Orton's white boots and trunks? He just didn't look right. I don't know. That's weird shit no, that I didn't. think about. Thought that was odd. <laughs> it just didn't look right. <laughs> I don't know. But anyhow, um, yeah, I, I thought the best part of it was Alexa Bliss, to be honest with you, which sucks because mm-hmm. I've always been a Martin fan, and I I love Bray Wyatt. I've always have since he was carrying his lantern and shit, and looked like creepy Leonard Skynyrd. But um, I just was like, uh, yeah, lame, lame. A big build up for a lame finish. Um, I mean, Randy Orton didn't even get shot, fire shot in his face. I mean, what a letdown. Um, the best part of it, I really thought, was when. Alexa came out of the um, jack in the box, and the makeup thing was awesome. That was really cool. That was, Um, and I like the turn. I like the heel turn for her. You know, if you you want to call it a heel turn, her turning on Bray Wyatt, that's all fine and well. But they could have done so much more with that match. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of a dud. To be honest,
1: that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I respect that opinion. You
2: know, like like I said, it sucks because I'm I'm a fan of all three of them actually. Um, so I expected more out of that one, but okay. you can't win them all. Moving on. we uh, then, found out. Uh, The women's tag team title match um, featuring the champions, Nia Jax and Shawna Blazer taking on the winners of the previous night's number one contender turmoil crap fest, um, Tamina Natalia. and Natalia. And yep. no big surprise, Nia Jax and Shawna Blazer won. Meh. That's pretty much all I can say about it. It wasn't anything yeah, special. No. I mean, there was a couple of good, they, they had some pretty stiff bumps in the match. I'll give them that, but otherwise, meh, next, meh, we'll give it a meh.
1: We'll That's give it actually meh. Only,
2: we'll give that a you know, it's it's not a one, it's not a two, it's a meh, just a <laughs> meh. Now we move on to what. I personally was looking forward to the most out of any match at Mania, and that would be Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I'm a big, big fan of Kevin Owens, big fan of Sami Zayn. I love what they did in Ring of Honor. I love what they did in NXT. Um, I really dig Sami Zayn's conspiracy theory. Um, <laughs> Uh, gimmick that he has going on. I love the fact that he dresses like Fidel Castro and has the giant beard. Um, No, those guys have always been great. I've always been a huge Owens fan. Um, This one, though, irked me, I got to say. I I know you're highly disappointed. Well, they didn't get the time they deserved. That's plain and simple. They only got, what, like 10 minutes? They have – those two guys – are main event main event status in my opinion they can put on match of the year if you just let them that's all just let them go let let, the just let go. them go you know but um yeah it was it, i mean the match itself was great it was solid um great spots real heavy hitting but you had to incorporate the whole um i don't even know the fucking guy's name Logan paul the youtube yeah. guy I don't, I don't know, know what that is.
1: I'm not hip to the lingo
2: these days, right? It's also I get it. You know, it's WrestleMania. It's a big show. You got to incorporate the ce- celebrities. That I understand. Business is business, but not on this match. Keep the fucking celebrities away from this match, dude.
1: This one's going to be great.
2: Could have tore down the house, you know. But we had to give the, time the, to. In the, YouTube,
1: YouTube the words guy. of Jr., in the words of Jr., this one could have been a good old-fashioned knocker It's true. Call it as it is, but they didn't let him go. No, they they held the handcuffs on him. They kept him to ten to twelve minutes, and that was it.
2: It Was yeah, I think it was actually only ten. They only gave him ten minutes. Yeah, and then you know part of that was the ending with YouTube goon, Um, and all it was was like, hey, we basically only had him here so Owens can give him a stunner. Great. I would have rather seen two more minutes of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens tearing the house down, but. Business is business. So, once again, I like the match, but I was disappointed. And it wasn't Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's fault by any means. It's WrestleMania. (laughs) Right. But, um, yeah. um, So, yeah, I mean, match quality itself, I give it, you know, I was probably going to say a three out of four, which I feel bad about just because I love those guys so much. But the match itself was cool, but they got gypped with the whole Logan Paul, lack of time, crap, so... That was that. I was, uh, you know, the sh- the cheers were streaming because uh, I wanted more of a KO. But I know are-
1: you're, you're, I know you're a big KO fan.
2: Oh, I'm huge on KO. You know this. Me and KO. There go. so moving on. We had uh, this was kind of a surprise for me. Um, didn't c- expect this one to be as good as it was. The U.S. title match featuring champion Matt Riddle versus us I got to admit, oh, I didn't. You. I got to admit, I
1: didn't see this match. There's a few oh. matches I did not get to see. Oh.
2: You have not uh, done your
1: research, kids. No, I fell asleep. Mold. I'm, I'm 40 and, years old, uh, kids. old. It's understandable. And if anything, Amy's going to chime in now and say, "Yeah, Diggy, you are old. You went to bed early. Blah 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 blah."
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, so the, I'm not... the spring chicken in this relationship. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> What, by a (laughs) whole year?
1: (laughs) Maybe two, year and a half. Yeah, maybe two if we're lucky. I was a late (laughs) bloomer. But no, I've always liked Sheamus, though. I've always liked...
2: Sheamus rules, yeah. You
1: know, his gimmicks, his his attitude, will fuck you up wherever you are.
2: Yeah, he always puts in a solid performance. Um, I mean, you've seen him in, um, like, Money in the Bank matches and stuff where he took some great bumps. That one where he, like, just sailed through the ladder. It was like, Oh gosh. Um, yeah, no, always been a Seamus fan. This one was better than I thought. I didn't, I'm going to be honest with you. Cause I haven't followed enough NXT to really know. I knew about Matt Riddle. I've seen him, but um, I knew he's got this like, you know, I don't know if you call it a stoner gimmick or just like, Oh, I'm a goon gimmick. Um, but he proved, that he can put on a, a quality match, dude. And Sheamus was beating the shit out of him in that match, too. Like, <laughs> you got to check it out, dude. I'm telling you, it was quality. It was good. It was good. No, and I was also surprised that um, they put the belt on Sheamus. I didn't see that coming because, um, you know, the kid, as far as I know, Riddle, he had just won the U.S. title not that long ago. Um, so, um, yeah, no, good match. You got to check it out. Um, Sheamus beats. The, which is to be expected from Sheamus. Sheamus beats the holy hell out of it, the majority of it. So um, that was uh, kind of the sleeper that snuck in there that I didn't expect to be as good as it was. Um, then we have, oh, and here, ladies and gentlemen, you might might want to start selling the stocks on night two with this one, the Nigerian drum match. Yeah, what about that? I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, nah. he having the IC belt is awesome. I think that's cool. I, I like him. I even liked him back in the day when he was uh, Dolph Ziggler's minion there. And remember that night he accidentally elbowed AJ Lee in the face when they were walking down to the ring? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I, and Apollo Crews, I, 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 I give it to him. I've always been a fan of him, too. He He's a great uh, athlete. He can really you know put put on a show in the ring but i was like why not just let them have a match what is this thing um and then yeah, a- I mean, it, it, the match itself i thought was pretty decent for them but then the ending But like here's random dude who's just going to screw over biggie and that's how apollo's winning the ic belt yeah didn't like it man
1: yeah, yeah. yeah i give it a meh.
2: yeah that's a definite meh, which sucks because you know like i said Apollo and Biggie actually put on a pretty solid contest. Um, They had some, there was that, um uh, what was it? Uh, I remember, yeah, Biggie dropped Apollo on the ring apron at one point. Um, mm-hmm. I remember Apollo went for the frog splash towards the end and put himself through the table. Like they had some good spots, but I hated the finish. It was awful. I don't know who this guy is. I don't care. Should have just had Apollo, you know, if he's going to be heel, fine, but do you have to have the run-in from random guy I don't care about? I don't know. It's... Oh. Yeah, so that was a meh. Um, then that leaves us with the Raw Women's Championship featuring champion Asuka, who I've always been a big fan of, going up against uh, Rhea Ripley, who uh, came over from NXT, what, like last year
1: or something like that, I want to say? Last year,
2: Is Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because she was in the main event with Charlotte last year for the NXT title, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I
1: uh, I don't know. I got the last I, little bit of it. I saw it when when Raya Ripley won. Yeah, I didn't see too much of it. I wasn't paying too much attention to it. It just didn't really Maybe spark I, my uh, my my fancy.
2: I, I I thought it was a little long, longer than it needed to be. Um, I will give them credit, they had some pretty good spots, especially when Asuka took her took Rhea off the apron and just DDT'd her on the floor. That was pretty sick. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, uh, Rhea had a, a, a few botches in this one that I really didn't think were Asuka's fault. Um, so the pace of the match kind of eh, um, not what I expected. Um, plus, I love Asuka I don't care. I think she, they, even though she's been champ, they kind of use her in a weird, stupid way most of the time. Mm-hmm. She gets the belt. Um, I loved her run in NXT when she was undefeated and just unstoppable. I wish they had just kept her doing stuff like that, but you know, it is what it is. So that one uh, does not even come close to comparing to what the women did on night one with mm-hmm. Saucer. No,
1: not and, even uh, close.
2: Not even in the same realm of possibilities now. No. no. Um, so that leaves us with the main event, the, the coup de gras, coup de gras, if you will, the triple threat match for the WWE. That was the SmackDown Championship, right? Can't even remember. No,
1: that is. was the Universal Champion.
2: Oh, Universal, yes, which is on SmackDown. Sorry, yes, yes. Um, so that featured uh, the Big Dog, the head of the table. Roman Roman Reigns. Reigns.
1: Roman Reigns. I I fucking love Roman Reigns. He's always been my – him and Cena, ever since Attitude Era ended and Roman made his way in, I've always been a Roman fan, no matter how much shit I I get.
2: When they first came in, um, I always was actually more of an Ambrose guy because I love John Moxley. um, But I think, um, you know – Reigns has come around and really turned himself into well, he's Vince's dream. There's no doubt about that, aside from what Brock Lesnar was back in the day. Um, but I think he's come into his own. I like I really, really like the fact that they, they turned him heel. It was about time. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing always space, anyways. He works so much better as a heel. Absolutely. Um, so I think. I don't know. I, I, I tell you, now that we've seen Mania, it's come and gone. Edge was, you know, probably the odds-on favorite to win, being that he had this amazing comeback after being out for 10 years and winning the Royal Rumble. Um, then you throw in the wild card of Daniel Bryan. So I thought that was really cool. And then to see it end the way it did, I was like, wow, didn't see that coming.
1: No, and like I like I told you after it happened the next day, I really thought that when they both put the submission on Roman, that Roman was going to pass out and they were going to let Brian and Edge yeah. battle. Yeah. Yeah. And Roman course, was going to
2: the next pay per view or whatever to decide who will be champion. You know. But uh, I love I that them both too at the same time. I thought that was cool. That was very creative and ouch. That's fucking. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of hard. I mean. Yeah. Right. I think. Especially for Edge, was he at the bottom of the pile with Daniel Bryan on top yes. of him? In the like, but, yeah, the no, the match was awesome um, from start to finish. Uh, great main event. Really everything you would want in a main event. Mm-hmm. With the surprise uh, finish, at least it was a surprise to me because I, I thought for sure one way or another Reigns was dropping the belt. Um, whether it'd been Edge or Daniel Bryan, I kind of thought maybe it would be Daniel Bryan only because I don't know I'm still up in ear on what Edge's future is. Is he really coming back full time? I don't know, but
1: there were points during that match where he looked like a 60-year-old drunk man. Like like he <laughs> like he shouldn't even like belong there. And then, then there's other points in the match where it's like, all right, Edge is like fifty-five and he's still kicking ass.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I at, think at, I'm I think sorry, if
1: anything, I th- I think if anything, they would they if they were going to drop the belt on Mania, they would drop it to Edge, and then Edge would drop it either back to Roman on Raw or drop it to Brian. But as we yeah. saw, Roman didn't drop it and retain the title.
2: Yeah, I almost was starting to think heading into it that maybe because uh, you know Edge had been out for so long and he's only had a couple matches since. Um, that maybe they were throwing in Brian just to try and pick up the slack, just in case you know, down I mean, just in case Edge couldn't go the distance. But that's a valid point. He had his moments where it was, he was, you know, sluggish looking. But considering his age and his time out and everything, I thought he put on a damn good show. You know, he's still the rated R superstar, and uh, he's showing it, man, at his age. Good for him. I say, I say, so so yeah, overall. uh, I thought,
1: well, I, I, yeah, I, I give, I give that main event, not a full four, probably like a three point eight.
2: I like it, yeah, just shy, just a little shimmy, you know. But um, I thought it pretty much had everything that we wanted, and uh, it was another one that was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. So that's yep. always that's always a big plus. So back back to back nights with two good main events. So uh, they definitely nailed it on that one. I got to say.
1: So we're just a little bit over an hour here.
2: Uh, do you want to break down the raw report real
1: quick and just give us a quick uh, cliff can of notes?
2: do a little quick raw rundown before we uh, wrap up the evening here. So, of and course- if any of you
1: uh, millions and millions of people, people watching out there want to see us cover anything, talk about anything, we will have a dedicated email address shortly and post it up on the social media pages and along with some uh Merch that you can go and purchase to support us and help us with yeah. our our beer fund and stuff. Yes, we need those we're like, A-
2: we're like the APA of podcasts. We need beer money, so give <laughs> it to us
1: <laughs> now. But <laughs> well, seriously, thank you for thank you for joining. Go like, share,
2: subscribe to the YouTube, to the
1: Entertainment Facebook uh, as we break in Jack Torrance's cherry for mm. podcasting. Mm-hmm. You Father will, God, uh, man. You will see us here every Tuesday, 7.30, breaking down wrestling, going over old. Now, The premise of this show really is to go backwards, right? We're going to go talk about old school ECW, old school WWF, into the Attitude Era, WCW, NWA. But we thought it would be appropriate, since Mania just ended, to give our input and break it down for you. Um, We break it down, all right. You know it. (laughs) But if you want to see us talk, if you want to talk about anything please send us an email when we drop that email address on the social pages yes.
2: and now the yeah. raw report and also feel free to tell us how handsome and great hosts we really are <laughs> or how bad so, we really suck <laughs> yeah or tell us we suck we 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 encourage you anything you like as long as you know there's no bad press they say but so, you know what you know, if you tell us we suck we're still going to keep doing it so fuck I it am that- Trust me, we are determined. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, of course, Raw after Mania is always a big thing. Um, Used to be better back in the day, as I found out the hard way last night. And, uh, as I said, three hours. (laughs) But, anywho, Hmm. they started off with um, Bobby Lashley, WWE champion, coming in. He had a little exchange with Matt Riddle, which... Wound up turning into the Curtain Jerker. No, know you like that term there, Diggs. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, Lashley, of course, just destroyed him. So not much there. What's kind of funny, Riddle comes out with his little scooter thing there, and he was like jibba jab to Lashley. And Lashley just took him and smashed his face on top of the scooter. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, he also, he made short work of both Riddle and the scooter, as he took the scooter at one point point, just tossed it into the crowds. I like that, too. Um, Then what else did we have here? Uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander took on the Viking Raiders. The Raiders uh, actually had been out of action for a while as uh, Ivar had neck surgery back in September. Uh, This was a cool return for the Viking Raiders. I I like them. I remember them from... before they were in WWE and stuff. So it was cool to see them come back. Um, They had a good solid match, which is not a surprise with uh, guys like Shelton and, um, and uh, Cedric. Uh, So that was cool to see. That was probably the biggest, Oh my God, who look who's back moment of the night um, really for post mania as it always happens. Uh, Charlotte flair came out, cut a heel promo about how she was left out of WrestleMania, which, I was wondering that myself this past weekend. Where is the queen? So now we know. She's evil and she's pissed off. and She's a queen. (laughs) Uh, Then we saw a Raw Women's Championship rematch with Rhea Ripley taking on Asuka. Decent match for what it was. Um, Actually, I think they had better chemistry last night than they did at Mania, but it didn't matter because it was short-lived as Charlotte ran in and decimated everyone Aside from the ref, damn you, you know, queen, damn the you, queen. The queen is coming, man. Uh, queen ruins everything, right? Uh, then we saw, uh, I actually didn't remember this from night one of Mania. I guess it's because I tried to forget the tag team turmoil match as much as I could. Uh, <laughs> Mandy Rose fell or tripped coming down the ramp of Mania uh, on Saturday, and I did not notice that. So they I saw it. that, yeah. She's so on her they ass. did this whole thing where uh, Nia Jax and Shauna Blazer were in the back making fun of her, and then Mandy and Dana Brooke jumped Nia Jax, which set up an eventual match between the four later on in the evening, which, yeah, that was stupid. Um, they were having a pretty decent match, and then all of a sudden, Nia Jax went to get in the ring, and she slipped. And so then Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose were just like, uh, okay, we're done. And they just left and got counted out. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. It was really whatever. But once again, why we don't need three hours of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else we need. Oh, Alexa Bliss cut a real cool promo. Explaining I saw why that. She did the heel turn on Bray Wyatt. I love the white eyes. Like, I think
1: yep. the white up. contacts are great.
2: It's awesome. She just, the monster look is sweet. Looks real cool. So I'm digging that. Uh, Ms. TV, we saw another episode of that last night yeah. uh, Orson and him were joined by um, Maurice, Miz's wife They were just promoting the new season of their reality show And then um, What's his face now um, They just fought him And I've already forgotten his name Oh, Damian Priest came out Basically told him, you guys suck And had a handicap match um, and mm. it, the ending, oh, that's right, that's why I brought this up, the ending of this match, Um, Miz goes to pin Priest. It was a good handicap match. They both, you know, they all three put on a pretty decent show, and then Miz went and stole the win by putting his feet up on the ropes, and for some reason his pants fell down.
1: I don't know. I saw clips of that, <laughs> and I'm like, whatever.
2: <laughs> so that's really the only reason I brought it up um then you had the tag team women's tag team match which i already talked about lame um then bobby lashley came out talked a bunch of crap basically the only thing oh bray wyatt did come back for the fun house um i have no idea what they're going to do with wyatt now his feud with orton is obviously over so that remains to be seen um Then they did have a, the main event was a triple threat match to determine the number one contender for Bobby Lashley's WWE title, which featured Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, and Randy Orton. In the end, Orton hit Strowman with the RKO and went for the pin. However, Drew McIntyre had other plans as he came in with the Claymore kick and connected with Orton's face, thus securing him the win, but... (sighs) The plot thickens because the celebration <laughs> for Drew was, the celebration for Drew was very short-lived and cut short as T-Bar and Mace. I don't know. They look like people from Road Warrior or something. I'm out of the loop there. Um, they laid out the Scottish warrior as MVP looked on when Raw went off the air. So Drew McIntyre is your number one contender. And I don't know what's up with World Guler, guys, but we'll have to wait till next week, I guess.
1: Well, that's your Raw report.
2: That's the Raw report. Don't we should you know the we report. for the Raw report, we need the original entrance or the original theme song for the 1993 Monday Night Raw. Playing that in the background. What? The ba- <laughs> 1993, dude. That's what we need. Spice it up.
1: We will get that going for your request. All right, ladies and germs, that's going to wrap it up for us. We are tapping out. We Thank you. Catch us next Tuesday. Look out on the social medias for the email to drop us what you want us to talk about. And uh, we thank you for joining. (laughs) This is true.
0: Nothing Nothing
1: is off of the limits. And uh, mania overall, what do you give it As, as a whole out of four?
0: Um
2: eh, I guess I give it a three out of four. Make it easy. Um, I'm in the same boat. I liked I liked more than I didn't like, I guess. So there you go.
1: All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next Tuesday. You will see me this Sunday, uh on Center Sundays with Ashley as we bring in Temptress, talk about them and their new music video they have they are working on. And check, um, it out, check it out. Our intro music tonight is provided by Scarecrow Hill. Go check them out, Scarecrowhill.net. And I'm gonna leave you with this. Until next time,
0: hasta la pasta. Hasta luego. Yes, yeah, sir. You know what to do. With your dead homie Blaze coming through with a little message, just for you the homies over at hell entertainment hit me up they told me they're doing it all yo they doing it all from photography to graphic design and publications yo and that ain't it they're doing it for artists they're doing it for artists around the motherfucking world that's right not just your backyard not just out there on the streets in the states they talking about the motherfucking world that means the whole goddamn globe that circle, that whole motherfucking circle. That's what the fucking They doing the damn, damn Everybody, yo. And that ain't all. That ain't all. Look, 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 look. They on that next level. They on that next level. That's right. Center Sundays. They doing their own podcast. They talking about everything from music and more. Check them out today, yo. Check them out today. You heard it here first. Yo, homie. And my homies over at Hell Entertainment. Yo, that's what I'm based. I'm about this motherfucker. bodies body's on my own suspension. My body's me. It's interesting to see the means and the tactics okay.